0: Cause you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable, We're not conspiracy. It's all
1: about it's control. Today we just cattle numbers. Battling each other, while they creeping in the shadows, scheming, plotting, clocking your every move, locked in your mind, brainwashed until it's rocking Got the population operating as they want them, symbolically mocking them, thinking nothing can stop them. So open your eyes to the lies of the evil, the poison in the minds and the lives of your people. And every time they lead you down the line to deceive you, and by then it's always too late to see through the veil that they hide behind. Cause your third eye is blind. Better take a stand. We're running out of time. Ain't nobody coming to save us. Fuck with you at Mind, arm yourself with the truth and jump behind the battle line. Can we turn it around? Yeah, it's possible. Dividable we'll all four. But united world This Stop. is for the world. This is for the masses. Attached to the strings, being pulled by puppet masters. This is for the youth searching for the proof. Keep on looking for the clues. I'll provide you with some truth. This is for the ones up from the spell beginning to discover themselves yeah this is for the youth, searching for the truth keep on looking for the clues i'll provide you with some truth. hey yo the stage is set the game is rigged the system isn't broken it was designed this way and only the blind obey give their mind away to these political parasitical cynical criminal minded individuals getting you to surrender your freedoms to the hands of the state with every boogeyman they create playing they ought to have In order to enslave us, distorted our brains to morally degrade us. Faces off against each other while they move the pieces on the global chessboard. Directing the hordes, I don't come to bring peace. I was set with a sword, a truth to get you mentally ready for war. Step forth if you got the to call out these tyrants Or submit your compliance through silence Cause in this filthy system Ain't a single soul to trust It ain't right versus left It's a state versus this us This is for the world This is for the masses Attached to the strings Being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth Searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones Waking up from the spell beginning to discover themselves yeah this is for the youth searching for the truth keep on looking for the clues i'll provide you with some proof this is for the world world
0: Good morning. Uh, this is James Cordner and you're tuned in to a Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. Yesterday was the fir- uh, first day of the Seed 4 Growth con- uh, conference. And man, what a oh man, what a day. 12 hours of just tw- 12 hours of just absolute amazing presentations of amazing uh, truth telling and and just exposure of the underlying, uh, causes of what, of, of what is, uh, going on in this world that is making it such a difficult and tense, just, you know, sometimes terrible, uh, place to, to exist. And, you know, I, I, uh, I just gotta say that that uh, I'm glad that I'm personally glad that I tuned in um, for the entire day. I wish I could just have a one-on-one like I wish I could just like have a have a one-on-one sit down with uh, with these with all these guys and just talk for hours with them. I really do. And they're like, man. I can't wait for the videos and the presentations to be posted so we can go back and, and listen again, catch all those little tidbits that one might miss the first, uh, the first time going through while they're doing it live. It was, uh, it it was just amazing. Uh, the first presentation really had my attention. A man named uh, Will Keller, Chill Will. Uh, he talked about uh, conscious parenting, and it was it was just, you know, an hour of information that a person like myself just really needed to hear. It reinforce and inspire me to keep going and keep and keep it going you know keep the keep the good the good thing going with my kids my son's 4 and he's in those formative years so it's been it's been an experience right and man oh man it's true some people say that your children will end up teaching you And man, that is just, that's, that's really true. You know, big shout out though, to Will Keller. And uh, thank you for answering my question. That was uh, really good information. And uh, I'll, uh, you know, I asked him a question about The uh, how do do we get around the truancy laws when we homeschool our children? How do we get around the truancy laws that if you well, see, in my state of New Hampshire, they uh, there's not a lot of you know, uh, hoops to jump through when you want to homeschool your children, although most people still get caught up being involved with the state uh, and the state basically sends you a curriculum and you teach your child that curriculum in whichever manner you choose. And they will pop in every now and again and kind of give a, uh, you got to do tests, right? State organized and mandated tests to prove to them that you're that you're uh, teaching your child the things that they want the child to know. Now your choice is how do they learn that, but that's not good enough. It's not far enough. Uh, it's not opting out enough. Um, in my opinion, we need to be able to as parents, uh, reassume that responsibility of teaching our children and raising them, okay? Not just bringing them up, not just providing for them, but for raising them. We have a responsibility to do that. And this world is a very very broken one and it all starts with our children and it all starts with our, it all starts with our children with us raising them the levels of parental abandonment that are going on in the world is disgusting Physical abandonment, emotional abandonment, psychological abandonment, spiritual abandonment—they all play major roles in the child in our ch- children's development. You know, so physical abandonment, maybe the mom or the dad or both, physically abandon the child. Okay, and sometimes that literally means that the mom or the dad or both are just gone. Sometimes that could mean that that the parents or parent are physically not providing for the child. Um, that could mean a lot of things. I'd like to go into that for just a second. It could mean playtime. You know, you're not getting down there and and playing with the kid. That's, I think, in a sense, a a form of physical abandonment. Uh, You know, maybe you're not getting the child the exercise that the child needs. That's, you know, a sense of physical abandonment. Uh, I, I, I think, um, you know, and yes, it, it, it could mean that literally they, the parents are just gone, which is the worst type of physical abandonment. Uh, that's the, the, the physical abandonment is, is the one that comes to mind when we think about public schools. Okay. You're literally like giving your kid up for about eight, eight hours, maybe even more every day to somebody else. And that, uh, that other is, is, uh, teaching them things that, that, uh, that are going to stick into their mind, into their mind. You know, it's important for children to learn history and arithmetic and reading and writing and, and, you know all, all the subjects in school on their face, they are important to learn. you know, mixed in with the seven liberal arts with the trivium, grammar, logic, rhetoric, and the quadrivium, which is like uh, arithmetic, um, arithmetic, music, poetry, and astrology. Maybe those are out of order. Oh, no, wait, sorry. It's arithmetic, music, geometry, and astrology. Those are the four. They're probably out of order, but that's the trivium, the quadrivium together, the seven liberal arts, I believe. And all those things are really important, right? So, I mean, that's, you know, physical abandonment in a nutshell. Then there's emotional abandonment, you know, Maybe you're gaslighting your kid, making them think that, you know, their emotions are invalid, uh, you know, telling them things like, oh, why are you crying? Or don't be angry. Or, you know, maybe you're not fulfilling that need that they have for excitement, fulfilling that need that they have for happiness. Uh... Things like along those lines. And mom and dad could both be present and that's happening. Or some physical abandonment's coming in, which leads to more emotional abandonment. And, uh, you know, that pretty much sums that up. Then, moving on, we have psychological abandonment. You know where the child's obviously psychological state is not uh being tended to you know maybe they're uh maybe the emotional the emotional abandonment is is contributing to their actions, but nobody's really getting into the underlying causes of that, you know. they run hand-in-hand with the first two. I mean, uh, uh, psychological abandonment runs hand-in-hand with the first two. Child suffering from emotional and physical abandonment. They, they, They could turn around and suffer from psychological abandonment. Okay? And no one's addressing that. It's kind of a snowball effect. I picture in my mind, uh, uh, you know, talking through this, like this snowball effect, you know, just rolling it down the hillside and it just keeps growing and growing and larger, larger, uh, you know, it gets larger and they all work together. No, they don't have to. You could have the emotional thing. You could have, you, you, you could, you, you know, there could be no emotional abandonment. There could be no physical abandonment, but still there is psychological abandonment. You know, they don't have to be all lumped in together, but it seems to stand to reason that one does lead to another if the one is not addressed, you know, and it happens in a progressional manner. You know, the physical abandonment leads to emotional abandonment, which leads to psychological abandonment because you're not there, they might be angry or sad about something like, about about being physically abandoned, and then you're not addressing that, you're not addressing any of that with them, which leads to psychological abandonment, and they are imbalanced, which leads to spiritual abandonment. Because a child who doesn't learn how to be balanced, well, they're never really going to know where they're at in the world. They're never really gonna know the, the truth. They're gonna, they're, they could grow up and be, you know, have a sense of moral, moral relativity, solipsism. Um, and that's really, uh, really terrible. They have no sense of self. okay and then they're just lost they're lost to the universe so you know and uh they're they're not in tune like so so the physical abandonment that i mentioned i mentioned something about you know not doing physical activities with your with your children now, that could lead to spiritual abandonment because a lot of this, a, a big part of spirituality is being in tune with, with nature, you know, and uh, I think those, I think that one, that one leads to another there in a sense. I mean, we all we're we're all uh, we're all kind of suffering from a little bit of parental abandonment in one way or another, and and it's up to us to really work through that on our own. So we get to that place of balance on our own, and we're able to we're able to take the responsibility on, and what it truly in a, in the truest form of that responsibility, we'll be able to fulfill it when it comes to raising our children. Okay. So in the beginning, I talked a little bit about, you know, and and the whole parental abandonment thing, I know it's like a crash course that I'm trying to do there. I'm missing a lot. And I hope to be able to get into that more in further, uh, further episodes of the show. But right now, I'm doing this off the top of my head. And it's... Uh, it's just, I'm, I'm going through this thought process right now and I wanted to record it and I wanted to get it out there for everyone to listen because this is my own natural progression through the understanding of this topic, okay? So my understanding is going to grow over time and I want to record that growth For you, the listening audience, in hopes that the people that are new to this will be able to see my work uh, that I'm putting forward here through these podcasts as a progressional, stepwise maneuver and see that work play out over the course of time. because then you find I I think that it will help others to see that the growth is possible from the seed to the flowering plant the growth is possible and I'm growing so in any case I you know, the, the biggest thing here is to to remember that these children do not belong to us, okay? They are our children, but that phrase needs to be separated from a claim of ownership. They are their own body. They are their own person. We are not their owners. We are granted the responsibility of stewardship over this life. To make sure that when they progress through their life and they get to an age where they can assume responsibility for themselves, that they are equipped to do so. So when I hear on the news, which I listen to in my car um, every now and again, and this is the hot-button topic of the day, so I'll just run with this. When I hear on the radio from NPR... They have one of the country's leading pediatricians come on. And they're talking about, yay, the CDC or who, you know, oh, the vaccine, yay, now it's available for kids that are 12 to 15 years old. It's been approved. They fail to mention that it's only for emergency authorization usage, right, but yeah, that's the language that they use to obfuscate to make people think that oh, it's one thing when it's not oh let's let's get them in let's get them into a state of confusion, let's get them believing in us, let's do the whole appeal to authority, logical fallacy. And get them to just trust us because we're on the news and we're on the news and they're not. I'm a doctor. You're not. Do as I say because I said so. And they're talking about, oh, 12 to 15 year olds and the first question that the, quote, reporter asks this pediatrician. who's one of, Who's one of the leading pediatricians in the country. I wish I remembered her name. she asks a question along the line I'm paraphrasing but the question was basically oh how do we how do we uh how do we get people to 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 know that this is the right thing to do how do we convince them and the pediatrician responds by saying well what what it's really going to take is con- uh it is convincing the 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 child and the parent that this works that the vaccines the the vaccines going to work that the vaccine is going to help uh and yeah, and goes on and rambles off a few other things and then she quickly closes off her her answer to the question by saying but it's re-, and I quote but it's really about convincing the parent because the parent's going to be able to tell the child what to do and the child will have to listen. End quote. What the fuck? Excuse my language. That is such harsh shit. That is so fucking psychopathic that literally is reinforcing the idea that the child that the parent owns the child they'll have to do what they're told because the parent because the parent said so because you're the parent and they're the child because I said so what the fuck is that it makes me So sick. And people listen to this and they go with it and they go, yeah, yeah, those are my kids. Those are my kids. I, I get to tell them what to do and they have to do it because they're my kids. Well, I argue that I'd argue that until I'm blue in the face. And there's people out there that would never want to hear it. But are they really your kids? How much of their upbringing did you have anything to do with? All you've done for them is make sure they have a shirt on their back, shoes on their feet, a roof over their head, and food in their belly. The bare fucking minimum. That's all you've done. You haven't taught them a goddamn thing. You've taught them the appeal to authority logical fallacy by sending them to public schools their whole fucking life and not caring for them at all. To the very least, the bare minimum, as I said, the four things. Clothes, you know, shirt on the back, shoes on the feet, roof over their head, and food in their belly. And you're failing with that shit, too. Because you're feeding your children shit. Shit food. Okay? And that's what's going to sustain their body. That's what's going to... Give them the energy that they need to grow, and you're feeding them shit food just like just like the just like the the you know the programming, which is human nature is that humans are programmable. you put bad shit in, you're gonna get bad shit out, and we all fail with that from time to time. I know I have from time to time you go, oh jeez. Maybe that was a little too much candy. Maybe that's a little too much sugar. Oh, man. Maybe, oh, you know, from time to time, there are things that we do that are unhealthy when it comes to our diet, and I'm not going to get into that. But, I mean, it's just one of those one of those little little things there. But some people go so further than just one of those little things that I'm chalking it up to be. But, in any case... You know, it it was this line of thought that I'm having and things are starting to click. And I started doing the great work about just about a year ago. Really just fine tuning, knowing where I'm at. And the position that I'm in, excuse me, and trying to figure out a way to do this course correction and a lot of that's been some shadow work and it's tough it's tough stuff to do but I can't allow myself to fail my children I can't I don't I I I don't want to I don't want to be looking at a fully formed adult and realizing that I had little to nothing to do with their uh emotional and spiritual upbringing. they're raising you know raising them emotionally and spiritually and psycho- psychologically. I'm not gonna ever physically abandon my children. perhaps my job that i you know my slave job that I go to every day is a form of physical abandonment and honestly like honestly. It's terrible, you know, and the change in the world isn't going to come overnight. There's things in place that people in my position where I'm at right now, we got to do what we got to do to make sure that on the other side, everything's okay. So yeah, daddy goes to work every day, but I also come home every day and when i come home we get some stuff done around the house we play a little bit i read some stories to them you know and i'll do the same for my daughter when she's older when she you know uh my wife is my wife is able to stay home thank fucking god and we are figuring out what we got to do to be able to make sure that we get the like home that we get to homeschool our children okay but it's all it's all about raising them and assuming that responsibility that's where we kind of we kind of started with this and we all have a very difficult time i know most of us do at least some people are Some people are very, very well-equipped to raise children, but most people are not because of the parental abandonment that they suffer from and the unwillingness to work through that and raise themselves up to a point where they can raise children properly. And it's this cyclical pattern that we have in society right now that's been building and building for over a hundred years. And I say from over uh, for for over one hundred years because I'm 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 explicitly drawing this line back to the introduction of the uh compulsory school system, the public school system. We're under threats of violence and coercion. Our children are made to go there. Uh, We are made to think that we surrender our children to have them go there uh, every day, five days a week, and uh, surrender them over to be the ward of the state. And basically just, oh, yeah, you know, and uh, people... People just, oh, it's just how it goes. No, it's it's not how it's supposed to go. Oh, well, we just, you know, public schools, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it benefits the child. I, I, I don't think it does uh, at all. My experience in public school was terrible. It's a one-size, it, it's, it's an all-fitting-into-one-size program. Not a one-size-fits-all program program they expect you to get put into this mold and fill it when that's just not the case. It's outcome-based education with a curriculum it's a, this is where we want this is where we want the, the, uh, the person to be when they come out of this and when they come out of this they are they are going to go into the workforce into the factories or the military boom. I you know where where it's just like no that's not how it really needs to be like we're not as human beings destined to be put into these shackles I could ramble on about this all day but perhaps that there's perhaps there's some people out there that are new And uh, they go, oh, well, James, well, you know, geez, what do we do? How do we do this? Well, I want to help in any way I can. I really do. And if you're offended, use that feeling to motivate yourself to do the right thing. First, don't put your kid in a public school system. That's the first way we have an opportunity to prepare the next generation of our own respective families to be more successful in life, okay? And it's not about successful, like, oh, successful job and all that. That's trappings of slavery, and that needs to be gone. Yeah, you know, successful in learning a skill, exercising that skill, and and being you know, a productive person, but productivity isn't something that we should be putting into such a box as we do these days. Okay. So yes, I agree. Learn a skill, learn these things, be a contributor. Yes. All of those things, great things. The method that we get there is wrong. Okay. Oh, but what do we do? Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Like I just said, rule number one, get them out of public school. Okay. Uh, And to do that, you know, rule number two, stop uh, spending all your money. Okay. This consumer uh, market where money in, The money goes out faster than it comes in. Stop doing that. You don't need the TV. You don't need the 10 streaming services. I'm cutting back on mine. All right. I was in this modality for a long time. And to be able to turn the switch off overnight, I'm finding it to be very difficult. So it's a weaning process. where You wean yourself off of of these distractions and get down to the real work. Okay? It's just like when you change your diet. You can't just go vegetarian overnight. It's not going to work. You need to wean yourself off of all of this stuff in order to be able to come out the other side and and readjust your patterns of living to be successful. To have more successful patterns on the other side, wean yourself off of these destructive behaviors. Prepare yourself for taking your children on in the fullest responsibility and and to the fullest attention that they deserve as your child. You brought them into this world. They're your responsibility. You are their steward. You need to raise your own child. That's the fundamental problem in the world today is that these children are being brought up. They're being taught crap. There's being bad information going in, bad processing because of it, bad information coming out. They're being fed crap. There's bad food going in, their bodies are having a bad reaction to it, there's bad shit coming out of that because they're not growing full, they're not growing to their fullest potential, their brains are underdeveloped, their bodies are underdeveloped, they have poor fucking physical abilities, they're obese, it's not right. Underlying medical conditions because of their diet, it's not right. Okay. Diabetes is prominent in children because of obesity, because of high sugar intake. Sometimes, oh, is it genetic? Well, is it? I don't know that part, but I do know that the dietary part is true. Okay? So things like that, you know. I just... I'm going through this and... I feel like I want to share with you one other thing, you know, about, oh, well, the question might be, well, geez, those first seven, maybe eight years, the format of years, you know, formative, formative. Human nature is that we are programmable. And that means that the real thing that we should be saying to really, you know, bring to the forefront of our understanding of the word formative, we should maybe start pronouncing pronouncing it formative. Because if our brains are similar, we don't work like a machine. But if our brains are uh, if our brains are similar to uh, the prog- like to uh, being programmed, such as a computer, then maybe we should start saying it as format of years. Um, oh well, it's really difficult and everything. And, and uh, oh well, what do we do? Well, I'll let you in on I'll let you in on what, where I'm uh, where I'm at in raising my son who's four years old. Okay, I've come up with five rules. in and, and order to and, and one by one, you got to learn it's each rule leads you to the next. And you got to learn the first rule to do the second, to do the third, to do the fourth to do the fifth. And the rules that you know, these, the, the, the amount of rules will grow, but here's where I'm at right now. First rule, tell the truth. Physically speak the truth of a situation. Don't lie. Okay. If you can learn how to do that, then you're allowed to, then, then, uh, then you're going to be able to learn how to do the next rule. The next rule. And right now with my son, it's don't hit. Okay. Don't hit. Don't commit an act of violence. And learning those two rules will allow you to learn the third rule. Defend yourself. So when you are hit, hit back. Maybe you want to give them a chance to stop by using your words and saying, Hey, I don't like this. Please stop. If they don't, go in. You know, lace them up like a pair of fucking work boots. And why is that rule number three? Well, because if you learn rule number one and you learn rule number two, then when it comes time to practice rule number three, I know that when I have to come and ask questions about who started it, you're not going to lie to me. Rule number four, respect yourself. Show yourself love. Okay? And in order to do that, you have to be able to do the first three rules because the first three rules, when they get broken, those lead to self-destructive behaviors and regret. When you know in your subconscious that you're living an unbalanced life, that you've done wrongdoings to another person. All right. I should include like, you know, the, the, uh, the major, you know, the cardinal, you know, uh, I guess the, the wrongdoings and, uh, you know, don't steal and, and whatnot. I should include that in there somewhere. You know, maybe, maybe those should be included before I get to love yourself because, you know, truth be told, you're not stealing anything, you know, not committing an act of theft. You're not committing an act of violence. I, you know, uh, maybe that's all in rule number two. I can revise that, but whatever. But in any case, rule number four, you won't be able to perform rule number four and really exercise it until you've got the first three down because the first three, Those lead to, like I said, self-destructive behaviors. They lead to regret. And in your subconscious, you know that you've done something wrong. So now you're living out of balance. Now you're living in a state of self-loathing, perhaps. So rule number four, love yourself, treat yourself with respect. Rule number five, love others, treat others with respect. You can't do rule number five. If you're not able to do rule number four, because you can't give out something that you first don't have for yourself. Boom. So, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, My kids got the first two rules down. We're working through rule number two and it's a tough process. Because he's a four year old boy. He's got all this energy. <clears throat> he's got all this emotion. He's trying to learn how to how to deal with it. And sometimes he, he thinks it's playtime when it's not. You know, I do wrestle with him every now and then. We do get we do have, you know, rough and tough and you know, rough and tough playtime. And uh, you know, it's it's part of that thing where I don't know. It's, it's fun. He has fun with it, but yeah, I, I, I feel bad because I, uh, I, I might be, I might be confusing him a little bit, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with having rough and tough playtime. There's really nothing wrong with it. It's a, it's a fun way to get all that energy out. It builds strength. It teaches. So, as long as I'm not falling short on really teaching him those five rules, you know the rough and tough play time is 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 acceptable. Uh, I am going to uh, sign off now. So, I have a. I'm going to bring. I'm going to take the show out. I'll I'll let you guys all know that, uh, yeah, the Facebook group still exists. Um, and not really posting in it because I just, I don't know. It's, uh, (laughs) not a lot of activity in there. And I don't know. I'm, I, I think maybe I could just keep posting in it, not give up on, on that, but I hate Facebook. It's just a bullshit thing. But like uh, I, uh, I'm on Minds, so search me out on Minds. Look for the show name, or my my name, uh, uh, James Cordoner, A Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. Look in there, uh, and the very 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 early developmental stages of my website I have published on the free, on the free version of Weebly.com. So it's uh, freeyourmindne.weebly.com. I'll post it in the show notes when I publish this. That way you have the spelling. And it's uh, just a work in progress, but I wanted to get something out there to just kind of, you know, aggregate some information and just do my part and, and, and spreading it out more. And yeah. So again, you know, I don't know if you'll listen. uh, I don't know if uh, if you'll if you'll ever hear this, but will thank you very much for your presentation yesterday at the Seed for Growth conference. It was uh, truly, truly inspiring. And to all the other uh, presenters uh, and speakers at that conference yesterday, just. It's just amazing. And uh, thank you to Ivan from Phoenix for the phone call last night. And that was really great. So everyone just get out there, keep it up, keep, get the great work going. Let's do this. We can do it. We just have to have an imagination And we have to have the willpower to do so. Love yourself. Love each other. Have a great day.